Right, infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Welcome to the PWC Full Gear Prediction Show. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, he hasn't been around for a while, but he's back. He is a doctor, a good doctor, mind you, and he is just a monster, man. He does everything. Dr. Michael, PhD, welcome back to the PWC. How's things, my friend? It's been a while, man. I, I mean, you know, I'm hanging out. I'm being cool. I'm being pretty. Not as pretty as pretty boy Jimmy T over here, but you know, <laughs> life, life is always exciting here in the land of the evening sun. Jimmy T, I hope the world is, you know, treating you better than a random punch <laughs> in the face. <laughs> yeah, well, as I explained on the Next Level podcast with Big Ray Hernandez and the vet, oh uh, man, no shit. I'm not, no lie, I was chilling at 7-Eleven buying something, right? I was buying smokes. No bullshit. And some fucking dude looks at me and goes, do I know you, bro? I'm like, I don't know, do you know me? He goes, no, I don't know you. I get it, you don't know me then. <laughs> no shit, right? He was being a smart ass. I guess I was being a smart ass back. And then he sucker punched me, bro. He literally sucker punched me. I'm like, what the fuck? And he got me good, man. And that's you got, and my you got me, bro. He fucking you know, you, got me. If you man. adjust the, the, the contrast on your camera a little bit, it'll just blend right into your beard, and everybody will <laughs> be like, Why is that dude's game so weird? <laughs> I hate it, bro. It's gonna take forever to fucking heal, probably. It's healing actually right now, but man, I probably should have gotten stitches. I didn't. Because not because I'm tough, <laughs> but only because. Let's get stitches. I've had stitches before on numerous occasions, man, but I'm fucking 40 years old, bro. I don't need to be getting into this shit. I'm too old for this shit. But would you believe the motherfucker punches me and runs after that, dude? You know <laughs> what, what you need to do? Blood? You need to support the brand, Jimmy T. What you need to do is concoct this incredible story about <laughs> how you said something on a show and the Ayatollah himself, Ben Hamid, was so oh. angry that he jumped in the Hamid jet halfway around the world gave you a five dollar face slap split your lip open and now you are here to sing his praises as part of your punishment yalla yalla and 
All praise goes to the Ayatollah of HMG, Mr. Bin Khamin. But yeah, you're right. I should have done something and I didn't think of that. That's actually a great idea. God damn it. Yeah, God damn it. We just ruined it now, man. But unfortunately, we just sold it to the world, man. Jago, you there? I think we've lost Jago suddenly. Where did he go? I don't know. But we've got a question, or should I say, in the chat by by Chris Paul Bruce Winland. Does it devalue? Does it devalue AEW for the talent to keep men, uh, mentioning WWE in any promo material? Nothing builds your brand like continue continuously referencing the competition. Yes, I think it does devalue AEW. But I understand why they always reference WWE because at the end of the day, they are the number two company. I mean, if you're number one, let's be honest, you don't mention the number two brand. Let's be honest here, right? So, in some ways, yeah, it does devalue them. It's cheap. Like, how about you worry about your own shit and and not worry about WWE because at the end of the day, you've got a lot of catching up to do, TK. So, yeah, man. It absolutely does kind of devalue him. But where did Jago go? Is he going to come back? I don't know. But hopefully it does because it is a prediction show. And it is full gear 2022. And um, I don't know anyone in the chat that's actually watching and listening. I mean, are you guys looking forward to, to full gear? Or is we going to get an overhyped AEW event? I mean, it's, it's quite interesting. But... No, less I'm looking forward to it. It's funny though, because I've been having internet problems all night. <laughs> and now, unfortunately, Jago is not around. But um, hopefully he's back because he's left me in the deep end. Otherwise, I'm going to have to do predictions on my own. Oh, well, there he is. There you are. Oh, and I thought I had the issues. You were having connection issues all morning, and now we get on the show, and now my connection decides to go wonky. Oh, this is, this is funny. See, though. this is what I get for talking smack about the Ayatollah <laughs> Ben Hamid. <laughs> he got you, bro. He's already fucking. He's eyeing us off right now. <laughs> Guaranteed. Keep you know my what, Jugger? Damn doors locked, man. <laughs> you better. <laughs> that made me do a Seth Rollins laugh on you right now, Jugger. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Are you looking forward to Full Gear this week, man, or is it just uh, a meh pay-per-view show, we say? I think it's a meh pay-per-view show. I mean, there's not anything on here that really stands out to me as, oh my god, I absolutely cannot wait to see this. Um, and that's kind of how Dynamite's been lately, too, right? And it's reflected in the ratings Ugh. this week. Like, the lowest ratings since June for the go-home show for Full Gear. I I feel like AEW's in a, in a weird place, man, because, like, so many people are like, oh, the show's got so much better without the Elite. Mm. I don't know. I'm not seeing it. But, you know, I... I not to rip on on our homeboy Rick and and the city of Cincinnati and John Moxley, but you know I've <laughs> said for years that Dean Ambrose was the worst WWE champion in WWE history, and he's still not a draw. Like Ambrose is great, Moxley is great, but he's great as that second or third guy on the card. I just I'm not building my promotion around John Moxley. Yeah, I agree with you, man. And to be fair to Moxley, though, it wasn't really his time to be that guy right now. I mean, he was going to take a break, apparently. Uh, apparently, like a good six-week hiatus he was going to take. And I, and I still assume he will after Me this too. weekend. I mean, surely, and we'll get to that matchup, but um, surely we're going to have a new AEW chamber. But like I said, we'll get to that. Um, we've got another comment in the chat by Chris. Who says, will not pay 50 bucks for this AEW shit show. How is this any more worthy than Winter is Coming or any random special Dynamite show? I mean, he's got a point. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I was looking at this card earlier, and there's like eight championship matches on this card, which is too many goddamn belts. It's just, it's too many Dude. belts. You know, but I mean, that, that, Not that's enough. that I, I've been fighting about forever. And then one of the matches is 
part of the world championship eliminator tournament. So it's to get a belt. And then you've got Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy and Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. Like both of those matches have been built pretty well as far as grudge matches go. Um, they're just, they're undercard grudge matches. You know what I mean? Like there's not that big personal issue anywhere up and down this card that is for a championship. Yeah, no, you're spot on, dude. And um, Pierce in the chest is g'day, lads. What's cracking, Pierce? You up late, dude. <laughs> He's up late. I thought I was the only Aussie up late. But um, anyway, yeah, no, you're spot on, Jugger. And uh, it is what it is. And I feel like um, Dynamite has been so stale, man. The last few weeks, even this week, I'm not going to lie, man. It was hard to like pay attention to the show, man. I mean, there's just not a lot going on on the show. You know what I mean? And I feel like everybody's just kind of over Moxley. So what what do you do at this point? It's true, man. What do you do at this point? But we'll see. I mean, they don't seem to be panicked or worried. There was a press conference that happened, I believe, yesterday, I think. Yeah, the media scrum. Right, right. I and mean, I guess we're going to have a post-media scrum too. And um, TK is full of shit, man. I just want to say quickly yeah. because... He's what a he wrestling said. promoter, of course he is. Know, but he's so full of shit. Like, someone asked him about um, I can't I can't remember if it was Ryan said it. Someone asked him anyway about the CM Punk situation and what happened at um, All Out, and uh, the question was, did you know what he's going to say? And if you did, like, did you want to stop him? And he's like, oh no, I wasn't really paying attention to Punk. I was trying to talk to Tony Storm and someone else and. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. You were fucking looking at him the whole time. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's TK for you, man. But let's get into predictions, though, because that's what we're here for, Jaga, and, you know, we don't have too much time. So, And I'm going to start off with the TNT Championship match between Wardlow, your champion, versus Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs for the TNT Championship. This match, it looks great on paper. But what the fuck? Does it? Dude? <laughs> I mean, it looks good, but I don't like the matchup though. In this particular time, I mean, I'm fine with it. I thought Joe's promo was actually pretty good on Dynamite. It was, it was great. You know, where he was like, you know, killer be killed, and I'm the killer, right? So sure. I, I, I mean, I was, I was down with the promo. Um, I feel like this is Powerhouse Hobbs's time, though, right? Like they, they involve Samoa Joe, so Hobbs can get the pin on Joe. Wardlow doesn't actually take a loss to drop the TNT Championship, but I feel like it's Hobbs's time. Yeah, it is Hobbs's time, but the problem is, is he going to win the championship? And that comes the down to our first prediction. Do you think? He's yeah, gonna win I'm going Hobbs. I'm going Hobbs. Really? Wardlow just feels so stale to me at this point. He is stale, dude. I mean, he, he very much is stale. But, unfortunately, this is AEW, bro. You're going to have to stick with Wardlow, surely. Otherwise, what was the whole point? Even though they've done nothing with him. Let's, let's not get it twisted. His TNT Championship run has been an absolute failure. Well, let's, let's kind of look at the rest of the card, right? Right. I mean... You can't go to Wardlow challenging for the AEW championship until he magically drops the TNT championship. And if you're right. going to put Max on top, Max versus a babyface Wardlow seems like a pretty logical step for the, the first couple chapters here of the MJF championship run. I mean, I, I just feel like it's time to get this title off of Wardlow so he can go do other things, see what Hobbs can do with it interesting that you say that man because if that's the case if we go that way does that mean we go into and assuming that mjf does get the championship to say right do we go with an mjf wardlow feud straight off the bat again i mean not necessarily straight off the bat but i mean it's something that you could do three months from now yeah. I mean, so, so so Wardlow loses the TNT championship. You reframe him as a monster after, you know, he, he has lost the championship, but he didn't actually get beat to lose the championship. That's the key in the whole thing. So you build him up to be a monster for a heel MJF. I mean, yeah, that may absolutely makes sense to me. Interesting. Well, as good as that sounds. The last time they met each other, Wardlow squashed him. That's true. And that's why I just don't think it's 
time, like you said, it needs to be like three months down the road. And that's why I am going to go with Wardlow to win this matchup, only because of what you just said. In many ways, I actually agree with you, other than the part that Wardlow has to drop the TNT Championship. Right now, I just don't see them actually dropping the belt on him, man. So I'm going to stick with Wardlow. And Joe's already your TV champion anyway, so... Your ring of honor. He's just there to eat the pin. One way or another, Joe's eating the pin in this match. How sad is that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, given where Samoa Joe is at this point in his career, he should be out there making new talent. So, well, uh, well, yeah, you're right. But I hope he does eat the pin because it wouldn't surprise me if Powerhouse Hobbs actually does eat the pin if he doesn't hmm. win. That's the irony. Interesting. Mark my words. You say Joe, I'll go. I'll say Hobbs gets. Eats the I'm pin. saying Hobbs Hobbs pins Joe. Okay, interesting. And all right, and then we can move on to say a Wardlow Hobbs sort of feud. Yeah, sure. Why not? Never lost the belt. Blah blah blah. If we go that way, all right. Interesting. I, I find that interesting, man. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Pierce definitely agrees with you, Jugger. So there you go. Logic, and, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Logic. That's why I'm a fucking doctor. <laughs> Wow, sorry. <laughs> I can see the PhDs Let's in the back of my name there, pretty boy. <laughs> yeah, me. Absolutely. Pretty but, Jimmy uh, yeah. T. Pretty Jimmy T, man. Well, that's an interesting, that's an interesting scenario there. But let's move to match number two because we got Sting and Darby Allen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Now, I think we can both agree, Jaga. Is it you and I that's been saying this? Sting never loses, dude, on TV. It just he doesn't lose. That's true. That's true. And Darby Allen did take one hell of an ass whipping. He did. And he did. It's it's double J. I mean, great though, bro. Come on. So so earlier we had uh, uh, Christopher was talking about the length of this card. If I'm looking at matches to cut off of this card, put on Winter Is Coming, some random dynamite. (laughs) This is at the top of my list. Oh, right here. And this is one of the best built matches on the card, right? Like, I should want to see this. But the reality is, it's Sting and Jeff Jarrett in a ring in 2022. And I don't need to see that. Just don't need to see it. Don't care. I don't don't care either, to be honest. But um, I guess TK does. Because, look, don't get me wrong. Jeff Jarrett, for his age, looks fucking great. Absolutely looks great. But, um... Yeah, we don't need this match. This match should have got the flick. Uh, and, and like Pierce says in the chat, who in AEW should they job out Sting to? I mean, nobody. Our House Hobbs. <laughs> what? You could go For there. real. I'm dead serious, Powerhouse Hobbs. If you're dead serious about building Powerhouse Hobbs, then absolutely. If yep. you're dead serious about building I mean, them Because you want to do it for a guy that's young that's actually going to get something out of it. Powerhouse yeah. Hobbs. Absolutely. Christopher Paul says in the chat, JJ Sting, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, this is an impact wrestling match. And not a good impact wrestling match. Not a good one at all. So are we both going with Sting and Darby? Of course we're going with Sting and Darby, of course. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one because it's house versus house. It's brick versus brick. It's Soraya versus Britt Baker. DMD, that is. I'm intrigued by this matchup. I'm not going to lie, Jaga. Are you? I am. Why? Because it's the... If you want to make it like the pillar at one stage... Not that Soraya was there the pillar in WWE. But at one stage, she was oh, definitely I, I, a big I deal. I she was. Absolutely. Right. If you want to go once she jumps ship from NXT to the main roster, definitely. 100%. I just feel like that they've done a, they've had a great build. If anyone's had a good build in this pay-per-view, really. Even though they haven't had much time to really build it properly, I think it's been them two. I think them two have had sort of the best promos in the ring, the most sort of hype, in my opinion, that I want to see. And uh, unfortunately, that's just how the whole card just stinks to me. But um, yeah, I think this will be an interesting matchup. Unfortunately, you can't see Soraya losing, surely, right? 
Oh, no. I mean, Saray has got to go over here. I mean, if you're going to do anything with her, right, um, I think she has to go over here. Um, I'm not really sure where that leaves Brit. Like, I I, I don't like this another matchup. Loss, right. I don't like this matchup. Like, I feel like this should be Serena Deeb. It should be Serena Deeb versus Soraya. Like, I would trust Serena Deeb in oh, the ring with Soraya. Absolutely. And I'm not sure I trust Britt Baker in the ring um, with something like this. But, I mean, we'll see. I'm curious to see how Soraya looks because when she came in, the whole thing with, like, her and Emma, right? Like, it was really, really good for that time. We've seen a lot of things in her absence from the ring and women's wrestling has come a long way since she was in the ring. And I just never felt like Paige was all that great. Like she was fine. She was serviceable, but I never felt like she was all that great. You know what I mean? So she can keep up in a modern context and what she can do. You know what I mean? Because as good as people seem to think Paige was, I just don't think that she was necessarily that good. Like, she wasn't Sasha Banks. She wasn't oh, Bailey. No. She wasn't no. Charlotte. She wasn't <laughs> Becky. I mean, she Please. was Morgan. You know what I mean? And a bit about, that's kind a, of the standard yeah. I have to hold her to. I think she was a, uh, I think she's much better than uh, Liv Morgan even back then. Do you? I do, I do, but I but don't get it twisted though, Jug. I've never been her biggest fan, really. I just, I don't know, man. I, and really, I mean, look at her, look at her, man. She's a fucking, uh, she's Botox in person, bro. I mean, she's she's had too much work done. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, she, she's never necessarily been my flavor, but same here, dude. I don't find her that attractive. I mean, yeah, I mean, she's hot. I get it. I get why people think she's hot, but yeah, but this is a business where there's a lot of attractive women. Absolutely, like she, she she checked the box and and hit a demographic for WWE at a time when they needed somebody to hit the goth girl that can wrestle yeah. gimmick. You know what I mean? Well, I I agree one hundred percent. And Pierce actually in the chest brings up an interesting thing because he goes on to say, "I think it'll be a throwout match, interference, double DQ." I can see that, man. I can see that. Not that it's going to happen, but it wouldn't surprise me. Do I, I guess the question is, do we feel the need to protect Brit? Yes. And the loss. You know what I mean? Like, that's really Absolutely. what it's going to come down to. Right. Or is it going to be simply Soraya gets her because Brit overlooked her, thinking that, you know, she wouldn't be that good? Ugh. <sighs> Like, is that the story they're going to tell? Are they going to do, like, a Trish Stratus kind of thing with her? Uh, you know what like I mean? What, her and Lita? Yeah. Uh, and I completely agree with Christopher on this one. Like, this is another really, really bad example of AEW and their policy on this stuff. Like, once they, once they let Shibata wrestle, I was so freaking mad. I oh. damn near swore off AEW altogether. And then they clear Soraya, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> seriously, you guys are really, really testing my patience here. I, I I don't like any of it. I'm glad you brought up Shibata because um, I wanted to get your thoughts on that, man, because I know didn't you wouldn't be happy it. about it. You didn't watch, didn't it. watch I'm it. I'm glad you nope. didn't. I refuse because... to watch that. Nope. Dude, put it this way it was like orange cassidy was trying to be that careful that he either fucked up right or he, like punches weren't even hitting like it looked that anyway and there was botches bro there was some botches man and i understand i get it shibata like he loves professional wrestling man but think about it jago the shibata before that incident and the shibata after that they look like two different people, bro. Yeah. They really do, man. It's not the if, same If you let him, if you let him, Katsutori Shibata will die in that ring. If you let him. 100%. And that's no laughing that's, matter. That's, that's not just truth. some like, you know, right. like Ric Flair says that he wants to die in the ring. Nobody believes that. Like nobody actually believes that. Shibata, I buy it 100%. I'm 100% be behind that too, man. And Pete says, I heard they've just cleared Terry Funk. I would rather they have would. Terry Funk wrestle in 2022 than I would Cassatori Shibata. With Alzheimer's, dude. 
Yeah, fuck yeah, that adds to the gimmick, brother. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I don't want to laugh, but like, you'd be like, Wilder. I can absolutely imagine that. <laughs> Have you ever seen Street Funk wrestle? Oh, man, of course, man. <laughs> Shit. That's why I'm laughing, because it does. It actually goes with the thing. But He's truly living the gimmick at this point. <laughs> fuck. I don't want to laugh at that, bro. Come on. But, um... But be back to the Soraya Britt Baker match. So who are we choosing here, man? Because I'm, I'm fucking, I don't know. Like we need to protect Brit here, man. But I, I can't see Soraya losing. You. I mean, I, I feel like Brit's bulletproof at this point. I think, think so? she can. She, I think she can eat a clean loss to Soraya, and I don't think it damages Brit at all. It's not a no disqualification match, right? God, God, I hope not. All right, because if it is, then that might change. No, my... no, Pierce is just saying he's hardcore that he'll take them both. <laughs> I'm sure he would. I mean, oh, I feel like there's a joke to be made here, maybe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I did have the picture about um, Soraya being all elite, uh, but that's another story. But anyway, let's move on to the next match. I think we're both going Soraya, but we do need to. Uh, protect Brie Baker but we'll see what happens but you're right I mean you're going Soraya right yeah absolutely alright well let's move on to another match that doesn't even need to be on this card and that is between Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Lucha Dumbass in a steel cage match yeah yeah I mean Jungle Boy wins this one obviously because he lost the first match up to Luchasaurus a few months back you know, before we started recording, we were looking up last year's card for Full Gear, and right. Christian, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy were a team on Full Gear last year. Like, this story is a year in the making. It's a steel cage mash, and <laughs> nobody cares. I mean, Long like, I, I, I feel like that's... Right. Yeah, but I feel like that's the epitome of AEW storytelling right there. Like, this has <laughs> been going on for a year. It's yeah. in a steel cage... It's on the undercard, and nobody cares. And it's not even a blow-off match, because it'll be 1-1. Yeah. Do you see what yeah. I mean? It's fucking silly, bro. And so, you have a guy dressed as a dinosaur calling himself Luchasaurus. And yeah. I mean, like, and, and that's always been my complaint about Luchasaurus, is like, once you broke up Jurassic Express, what do you do with Luchasaurus? You have to unmask him and make him just into a monster, right? No, they yeah, haven't look, done that at all. Nope. He's, well, he's and they won't. Chorus. Right, and they won't. And I hate his freaking theme. Have you heard his theme music, dude? Sounds like Kane again, bro. Like, it's like very Kane-esque. You might as well have the fucking flames coming through the fucking ring posts. You know what I mean? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, he looks great. Looks like a million bucks. Stupid name, let's be honest. You right. know the worst part is this match is going to go like 18 minutes. Oh, for sure. No doubt about it, man. 100%. <laughs> And no one's going to give a fuck. My jungle man. boy going over. Yep. <laughs> it is what it is. It and, is um, what it is. I guess we're both going jungle boy because surely that's what's going to happen. But let's move on to the next pay-per-view. <laughs> 100%. That's the only reason I go jungle boy. Me too. Um, but the next matchup, which is even more crazy, we could have had a great build to this match. Instead, we have a lot of shenanigans. And he's Jade Cargill, your TBS champion versus Nyla Rose for the TBS championship oh man Jake Cargill easily goes over here but yeah. why do they have Nyla Rose fucking pinch, like steal a freaking belt and run away with it and mind you Jago him she it I don't know what you want to call it it was doing the helicopter bro you know what I'm saying I'm not kidding it no, I don't know what you're saying. I guess I missed that segment, and Thank boy God. darn, am I sorry that I did. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm with you though. This has been awful. Um, I get awful, why they're bro. doing the matchup. Um, I'm fine with the matchup, but no. Can't they? And I feel like they turned Jade Cardgill face, which yeah. is just is it weird. intentional though? But is it? Was it intentional though? That's the thing. No, I don't think it was, but same here. That's I don't where think we're it at. Was. Fuck me, man. This you know why? Is... You know why? Because people want to cheer winners. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jade's a winner, dude. Yep. And no doubt about it, she's winning this match. 
and hopefully no one steals their bloody belt again. And apparently that was Tony Schiavone's idea about uh, Nyla Rose stealing belts, supposedly. It's, it's been awful. It's just been absolutely terrible, and I can't wait for it to be over with. Well, the, that's very much how I feel about it. Well, let's move right on, because I think you need to actually mention this one, because it's Death Triangle versus the Elite for your AEW Trios Championship. No, 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 it's not Death Triangle, it, Jimmy yeah. T. It's not. Please tell him, Jaga. Please tell everybody. Triangulo de la Murta. And they fucking said it this week. Is that the first time they've ever said it, bro? Somebody pay me. Like, somebody pay me. Somebody Put that pay shit me. on a t-shirt and print them. You betcha. Dude, dude, you know what that means, right? You I know. get the dollar. I get the dollar. <laughs> You're onto it. Service is rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we get all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we get all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. That's right. I want my motherfucking money. <laughs> I, I've been on this you shit for how long? Dude, it feels like every year at least, man. Oh my god. Like <laughs> since they put it together and said death yeah. triangle for the first time, and I was like, it's oh god, true. no. Nope. What the fuck? Triangulo de la Murta. Yes. But why yeah. did it take him so fucking long to actually say it in Spanish, man? I don't get it. Um I don't know. Weird. Man. I don't know. But you, I don't but know. you hey. He's right, though, man. He's been saying it for a good two years. He wants his money. I want my motherfucking money. He wants his moolah. Yes. He wants his pesos, man. He wants it all. But, this um, one's tough, bro. This one's ugh, really, really it? tough. Yes. You think? I know you it's want easy wins to and losses in your championships to mean anything? This yeah. one's tough. If this was yeah. anybody but the elite, would we be having this conversation? Probably not. Like, Triangulo de la Muerta should win this match. <laughs> they, should, they should, but... win this match. But then what does it say about the Elite if they lose straight off the bat? But like, they've been off for, what, three months? Yeah, but... It's been, but, what, three months since we've seen them? September, right? Shit, already, man, has it been that long already? It was the first weekend in September. It was Labor Day man. weekend. So damn, damn, time flies. Yeah, well, there you go. And before that, we didn't see Kenny. I mean, he was just back. Right, right. I mean, so essentially, we haven't seen. So I mean, like year. ring rust. You know, like maybe something goes wrong. Triangulo de la Marta, like just gets them right. And the elite are back, and everybody's happy, and people rejoice, and the young bucks go back to being a tag team, and Kenny goes back to being a single star. And Triangulo de la Murta hangs on to the trios titles. Like, I do not feel like you put the elite over here. I just don't. I agree with what you're saying, but I just don't see him doing that. I just don't. Are people going to view it as a reward if they put the elite over? I don't know. That's a tough question, dude. Um, Could they get mega heat for it, too? I mean, if they go over. Who do they get mega heat if they put him over here? Maybe that's what they want. I mean, why not? Maybe that is what they want. I think that's the wrong move too, but I... That's hard though, you're right. But I'm going to have to stick to the Elite. It is tough. But I'm going to say the Elite because what is the Death Triangle... Maybe... Okay, here's what you do. Here's what you do. During the match is when Kenny turns on the Bucks. I would love Kenny, that, but Kenny lays but out why? both the box triangle. Why? Because going back a year ago at full gear, the, the Bucks gave their blessing right. to Hangman Page to take out Kenny Omega. But this is AEW, so, bro. So they don't acknowledge this, shit like this. Kenny gets taken out. He loses seven months of his career. He's back for two weeks. He sticks up for the Young Bucks. He gets suspended because of the Young Bucks. It was like, the Adam Cole situation too. Right, like there, there's plenty of material they could pull from here, but you turn the young bucks babyface. Kenny goes forward as a singles heel. 
and you're off and running. Maybe you can even put the hung bucks back together because where the hell is Hangman Page on this card? <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. He's out with a concussion too. So, I mean, you need something for Hangman when Hangman comes back. Bring him back with the hung bucks. They can go after trying to get Odi La Marta. Do you see this? Yeah. That is much more damage than what Hangman got inflicted, all right? I don't care what anyone says. I ain't concussed. Dude, dude landed on his head. I mean, like, straight yeah, up landed on his but, head. Uh, I think, you know what, Jugger? Could it be when he was punching himself, Mick Foley styles, the week no, before? No, I'm pretty where sure he landed on his head. If you look at that video over and over and over, though, like, if you look at it carefully... He landed on his head! <laughs> well, whatever. It is what it is. Either way, it's dopey shit. Like, not cowboy shit. It is dumb yeah, shit. It is. But it is what it is. Um, so, you're going Death Triangle. I'm going Elite. No! It's a tough one. I'm going no? Triangulo de la Muerta. Ah, yes. Triangulo... What is it? Triangulo de la Muerta. Triangulo... De la Muerta. Ah, so it's Triangulo de la Muerta. Yes. There you go. I said it. Um, well, interesting. We'll see what happens there. I but assume I will get my royalty check for that right after I get my $50 from Cody Rhodes. And also, WB owe me money for taking our show, dude. Can you believe that? They, they, they've started a show called Friday Night Smack Talk, which we had long before they did, just quietly. Bunch of dicks. Can you believe that shit? That's shit, why they're on the cock. Littman. That's, yeah, that's exactly. why they're on the cock, because they're a bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I like it. Yeah, man, that threw me off. Well, speaking of dicks, we do have... That's not Rose. <laughs> there's a lot of dicks in this, in this pay-per-view when you think about it. But um, sorry. Anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> Couldn't resist making the joke. I'm sorry. Well, lately it all ends with penis here at the PWC. Apparently, we called the penis Penis coalition Coalition. network here at the PWC. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, uh, like I was saying, speaking of dicks, we've got your Ring of Honor World Championship defended by none other than Chris Jericho, and he will be taking on Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara, and Claudio Costagnoli. Uh, I I don't know, dude. I think Jericho wins again. I'm I mean, especially what happened. It's it's you have to. It's wrestling one hundred and one, Jago. Look well, at the way Dynamite ended. I mean, him, I'm saying it has to be either Jericho or Danielson. Right? I was leaning towards Danielson, but. Not yet. I think if but, they had the final countdown for that victory, it'd be awesome, dude. But Well, I mean, th- you're going to want one of those two guys on top going into final battle next month because you got to sell tickets for final battle. Um, so you either go with Jericho or Danielson. It wouldn't surprise me regardless of who the winner is if you get Jericho versus Danielson as the main event of final battle. Uh, but I think I go with Jericho because I think Jericho is a bigger draw than Danielson is, see his appearance on The Masked Singer. Absolutely spot on. It's true. It is what it is. He's more over than Brian Danielson is. He's the Ocho. Except Ocho. I don't like how he calls himself the Ocho because And he's my best friend. (laughs) That too. But um yeah, I agree. I'm going Jericho as well. I mean I think Danielson will get it though soon, very soon. Probably in final battle. Could be. Absolutely. Could set up for that match. Indeed. I'm um, sick and tired of seeing Ring of Honor championships on the AEW show. Like, dude, I'm just so over it. Do something with Ring of Honor or kill it. One of the two. I think, yeah, well, I agree about killing it or do something with it. Although, I think it's safe to say, though, Jago, come final battle in December, they're going to announce that they've got to deal with HBO Max. I mean... TK's already sort of uh, hinted it already. It's pretty much a done deal, dude. Then do it on HBO Max and get it the hell off of TBS and TNT. 100%. Like, for real. I am so tired of seeing the Ring of Honor championships. Me too, man. There's there's two sets of trios freaking championships. There's TV belts. There's fuck the world belts. For the win belts. I mean, anyway. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that too. 
Jesus. Anyway. And belts. I'm sure at some point DDT belts will make their way over here too. Well, speaking of DDT, we're going to have DDT wrestlers appearing on Rampage this Friday. So looking forward to that. But anyway, let's move on to the next matchup though, Jago, because it's for your interim AEW Women's Championship. I don't think Tony Storm will be interim for too much longer because I have a feeling that Thunder Rosa is ciao. See you later. Very shortly. Because there's a lot of... Something's up over there, clearly. I don't even think she's injured. But anyway, it is Tony Storm, your champion versus Jamie Hayter. Um, really, Jamie Hayter should go over here, man. Really. She's got I a agree. lot of momentum. But is she going to go over? I'm not nope. sure, dude. That's no, the I problem. Don't... I don't think you can take the title off of Tony until she is named the lineal champion. Like w- once the interim tag is removed, then she can lose it. But I don't feel like she can lose it before that. I agree. And hence why, even though it is the right time for Hater to get the victory, man, yep. I think it's her time. But And it's going to hurt her not getting it. I know. That's the unfortunate thing because the fans are behind it. It's going to be Thunder Rosa all over again. Remember, like, they should have put the title on Thunder Rosa, like, six months before they did, and all she did was lose steam and momentum. It's going to be the same thing. Same thing, but that's AEW. So we both go Tony, and, uh, yeah, I I can't see why she'd be dropping a championship right now. But that takes us to our next match, and it is for the AEW Tag Team Championships, and that is the Acclaim, your champions, versus Swerving Our Glory Holes. Uh, the acclaimed easily, obviously. Yeah, it's the acclaim. The question is, who's turning heel, Swerve or Keith Lee? Because I feel like there could be cases made for both. Well, fucking why not have them both be heels? Well, I mean, yeah, you definitely could go that route too, where Keith Lee just joins Swerve and being a, a complete douchebag. Like, douchebag. I'd, right. I'd, I'd be fine with that too, um, but I feel like the Swerve is that Keith Lee is the one that turns on Swerve. Like, I feel like that is the Swerve. And I'm cool with that, but the problem with that is they're both heels then. (laughs) It still ends up becoming both heels, right? I mean... You know, I I didn't buy into the whole Swerve being a heel thing until he kidnapped Daddy Ass. Which is silly, bro. Broke his hands and... Scissor me, Daddy Ass. You know what I've always said, though, Jago, because we've only got two more matches to go. That Billy Gunn is the luckiest motherfucker on the face of the pro wrestling world? Not just fucking lucky, but tell me this wouldn't be a good thing to happen right now in AEW with the whole Sesame shit, like, going on. And, you know, the gay stuff. Isn't it? Tell me Billy and Chuck right now, <laughs> as part of the acclaim, as two daddies, bro. We have two daddies. we got dad... And Daddy, as you know, the fathers of the acclaim, bro. You tell me it wouldn't be fucking funny right now. They're gonna bring in like Chuck Palumbo to like just make a special (laughs) appearance for the scissoring show. They have to, bro. Like I hate this. I absolutely (laughs) hate the acclaim. I do not love the acclaim. I'm not all about scissoring Daddy ass. Come on, Daddy ass. No, I hate all of this crap, dude. Like, I wish Swerving Our Glory would win this match, but they're not going to. The acclaimed are like the most overact in all of pro wrestling right now, and it makes me sick. Like, this is like when Orange Cassidy was red hot, like, you know, 18 months ago, and it was just like, oh, I hate everything about this. Like, I see the money in it. I, I know that people love it. I just, I fucking hate it. Oh man, well, if it's gonna bring a smile to your face, Chago, they gotta at least do that. They gotta bring Chuck Palumbo back, you know, have Billy and Chuck, and then it's all good, you know what I mean? But uh, Chris says in the chat, Billy Gunn can charge for fans to scissor him until he dies. Talk about money in the bank, 50 bucks a pop, ka-ching. And then tell people to suck it. Yeah, just suck it, literally. I mean, literally. Scissor me and suck it. Yeah. That's, that should, they should bring back Chuck Palumbo, and that should be the name of their tag team. Scissor me and suck it. Scissor me and suck it. That's fucking funny. The Why not? Die. Scissor me and suck it. <laughs> Let's just hope 
I'm telling you now, dude, if they do bring fucking Chuck back, they've been listening to us, dude. We've been saying this for ages now. But it calls for Chuck terrible. in the acclaimed. I know it's terrible. terrible, but it'll be fucking funny, bro. Come on. And we get oh. the wedding all over again in AEW. Oh, God. Daddy and Dad. Scissoring all around, dude. Scissor me and suck it. It's a bit suck it. <laughs> anyway, I guess their love is so good to us, Jago. It is what it is. and uh, It is what it is. Let's just uh, hope. I'm not right, but it'd be funny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so How let's move on. How has not come out with, I've got two words for you. Scissor me. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That's true, though. That's a good one. Scissor me, daddy ass. It's true. I've got two words for you. It's another it 50 fucking dollars, Tony. I know you're going to steal that shit. <laughs> he fucking will, 100%. And it's fucking common sense. Suck it. Got two words for you. Scissor me. Uh, you bet. Scissor me, suck it, though. The pop. the pop would be ridiculous. Oh, boy, it would. So I guess it's safe to say we're both going acclaimed over here, right? We're scissoring all around again. Yes, unfortunately. Well, thank God we're up to our second last matchup because this eliminated tournament finals match is just... It could have been a whole bunch of killers. It feels like a whole bunch of jobbers at this point. And I say that term in a sad way because I like most of these guys. But it is Ethan Page versus Brian Cage. <laughs> and Ricky Starks or Lance Archer in an eliminated tournament finals match. Uh, Ricky Starks, man, surely. The little guy is going over, bro. Ricky Starks has got to win this whole damn thing, he's, right? He's got to win. He has to. I would rather Ethan Page just quietly, right? But this but, is a great example of what I was talking about with Wardlow. Bad earlier, match, right? Right? Like people were super pissed off when Ricky Starks lost to Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now true. Ricky Starks is could be the next in line for a championship match in the course of just a couple of months. Like you could build Why, Wardlow though? versus MJF a couple of months from now if you rebuild Wardlow like they've rebuilt Ricky Starks. Do you think they've done a good job in rebuilding Ricky Starks, though, personally? I think that Ricky Starks has to win two matches, and people will buy him as the number one contender to Maxwell Jacob Friedman. But and I think people week, will be into that match. But last week, he got the shit kicked out of him by, um, by Lance Archer. He's a little baby face. I mean, look at the but, size of the dude. Right, He's but even before from underneath, that. bro. <laughs> But you know what burns me the most? Why isn't fucking Miro around here? Like, why? What has he fucking done? I don't know. To not get a fucking place on this card. But anyway, that's for another show, another time, I guess. But you know what? Maybe he'll come back with the House of Black. That would be cool, but it should have happened ages ago where he turned on his God. You know what I mean? I think it was you and I that were actually talking about that. If they went then, went with it back then, cool. Now we're getting a rebirth, literally. They're all christened again. Then uh, I guess we're going House of Plaque 2.0. Like, yeah. whatever. Um, anyway, let's move on to the main event, though, Jago. It is John Moxie, your AEW champion, putting the belt on the line versus Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Surely MJF gets his come up into here and becomes our new AEW world champion, right, Jago? I think so. I mean, we all kind of know that Mox wasn't supposed to be in this spot. Mox was supposed right. to be on vacation. Mox was supposed to be coming back right about now, right? It's true. Enjoy your vacation, Mox. You've earned it. <laughs> Absolutely. Does that mean Renee Paquette also goes on vacation again? Um, I don't care. She's that not book. a central enough character to where I really give a shit. Fair point. That's true. That is very true. Well... Is Max a babyface or a heel coming out of this, though? That, to me, is the real intrigue. It's fucking silly. Because you know what's going to happen, Joe? And I've said this. Can you hear me, by the way? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, because I froze. I think we're going to have William Regal turn on Moxley and join the devil. Because, really, he is the devil. Regal is the devil all along. That's true. So... I'm telling you now, dude, even though he doesn't need the mouthpiece, 
I can just see it. It's going to be Regal and MJF as a thing. And then we can blow up this big black combat cock thing going on there. Blackpool Club. On paper, I like William Regal with MJF in practicality. I I don't think I do. Um, Because he doesn't need a mouthpiece. Well, it's not that. I mean, CM Punk didn't need a mouthpiece, and him him and Paul Heyman were absolute freaking magic together, right? It's the size. Like, William Regal towers over Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He's wider than – like, he looks like – he looks like MJF's muscle, not not his manager, and I think that would be a real problem with establishing MJF as a champion. Wow, I mean, I haven't thought that far ahead, but do you think that could be a problem? Really, do you think? Yeah, I absolutely do. I think I think it hurts Max's credibility seeing him standing next to William Regal. Well, that's interesting. Um... Yeah, I mean, look, you're right. He's much bigger, much bigger. But the thing is, I just think that's what they're going to do. They're going to go that way. I mean, it makes sense to. I could be. I've way gotten off, that so. feeling too, but I, I don't think it works the way that people are going to want it to work. I think it's going to be bad for Max in the long run. I do. Damn. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. But like on like paper, I, I see the appeal. I do. Oh, but no, I, absolutely. I, I think he would be better off with somebody like a Tyrus or like a, a W Morrissey or, you know, somebody that was a, a larger, more muscle kind of, and like Wardlow was, right? Like that's right. what Max needs. He doesn't need a, a manager who makes him look like a little dude. No, I agree with you 100%, man. And uh, I think that pretty much sums it up, man, because... I guess we could take it home from now, man, because I know you're short on time, man. And I've been yeah. trying to get through it pretty quick. So before we go, Jargo, tell them where they can find you, my man. Uh, social media platforms at not Jargo, of course, michaeljargo.com. And uh, you never know. I might be around. Uh, maybe tomorrow. We'll sit right. down and we'll uh, do a new rampage on Cage. Absolutely, man. And, and this time you can host. Hey, how about that? <laughs> there you go. Well... In saying that, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects and at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe at the PWCnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. Also at channelattitude.com with five bucks, as Jago just alluded to. You can hear us talk not only about Rampage, but AEW in particular. Um, and also like and subscribe at HamimediaGroup.podbean.com where you, you can find all our affiliate shows. So in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. That's Dr. Michael PhD, and you've been listening and watching the AEW Full Gear Prediction Show right here on the PWC Network. We're out. Peace.